0: Um, I'm a painting contractor based out of uh, Boston now. I'm um, just going to go over a, a little roadmap of what we're going to talk about today. Um, quick background of how I got here. It won't it won't be very long. Um, we're going to shortly go over why we, why we're talking about Instagram. What are we trying to get out of it? Um, then we're going to go into it's sort of this is Instagram 101. Um, the anatomy of it, all the little things that are important to know. We're gonna go over the types of posts, the etiquette when you're on social media, uh, some of the big things that we see, captions, why they're important, what we're trying to say. Um, We're gonna go through my old posts and pick them apart and show you the biggest mistakes that people make on Instagram, I made them all, um, and I've been able to evolve over time. and then we'll open up to a and A. So why, why Instagram? Um, I, I got to Instagram, I, I started on Instagram because I had no work. I was a small contractor, me and a couple guys. Um, I had big visions of what I wanted to do, um, but I didn't have any work so I had a lot of time. And I, I was fairly desperate. So I started posting on Instagram, mostly for the game of trying to get likes and follows and views, and and I was chasing that, um, and for a long time like it, it didn't it didn't really benefit me, but it was fun. Um, today I'm here to to encourage everyone to think about Instagram, like or all your marketing, have a reason for why you're doing it, and unless you want to be like feed your ego and feel like people like you, followers aren't very valuable. Uh, what what I care about today. Is, is the revenue that is generated from my marketing, Instagram being what we're gonna talk about today. So we care about revenue, we don't care about followers, likes, views. That's a bi- that was a big mental shift for me. Um, at one point, someone said, why are you doing this? And, and I was like, I had to like say I'm spending all this time chasing followers, Th- this is gonna happen again. This room's cursed. They got me a new mic. My voice is not here, hopefully it stays. But if you do Instagram right, my experience has been you're gonna. It brings in a lot of revenue. Uh, We'll talk about how a little bit. Um, It's gonna definitely increase profit margins because people want today. People want ZK painting when they call me. They're gonna want your company, not a painter, because they know who you are because you you've made it very clear. Um, And then the third thing, maybe for the commercial guys or for for my experience for anybody, but when commercial guys say I don't need marketing to get work. Well, then you can market for employees. And when you beat the drum of your company over and over again, and you, and you build brand, people wanna come work for that brand. You know, the Yankees, to be a Yankee, it stands for something, right? We're the Yankees, this is us. Well, to be a ZK Painting employee is the same thing because I've been very intentional and we beat the drum of what it is to be a ZK Painting employee. So it attracts people to our company. So let's quickly just go over the anatomy of an Instagram feed, and an Instagram in general. Um, so you see up at the top we have our username. The, who in this room doesn't have an Instagram account? Okay, they're very easy to set up, um, and this is sort of what we wanna go through. So you pick your name. Hopefully it's as simple as possible, because uh, the, the number of times you tell somebody what it is, if it has underscores in it and it's long, you try to, you wanna, hopefully it's the name of your company, In a short form, Um, the next so that there's a logo that says ZK That's stories. So if you're on Instagram and you push that and if you have a story up and we'll talk about what a story is, that's where those all live and they're only good for 24 hours. Um, When you sign up and you create your Instagram account and you go into edit profile, it's going to say name. I would encourage you not to write your name again because you already wrote your name and your username. So, and it's big, bold letters. I have right now, if I went into bio, it would say name, and then I wrote our tagline passion for craftsmanship. Um, That is a huge, like almost nobody does that because you just, you're taking it literally. But that's every, there's a very limited number of characters you can use on your bio. And we, they're everything because, the holy grail is I get somebody to come to my Instagram account. I have 30 seconds, a minute. We are in our most primitive form as a human when we are on Instagram. Like, we just want to be fed. We want to be given things. We want it to be easy. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how, how what we're trying to do is make this easy and clear. So, every word, I every letter there is valuable. So, don't say your name twice. Um the bio is incredibly important, again, because what I care about is when you come to my page, I want to very clearly and concisely tell you who I am, what I do, and make it so you understand who, wh- why, right? Humans don't like, think about the people you know that are erratic and all over. You never know what you're going to get from them. We don't like that. We like to know who you are. We want to be able to put our finger on you, and that's, that's going to build trust. So we're going to be very intentional with what our bio says, how it looks, I've rewritten this bio many, many times, but that's your bio up there. Highlights, um, that, that list there, you can create a bunch. I have probably 15 different categories. Um, highlights is where we curate our Instagram feed for people. It, if I have 670 something posts now, no one's scrolling down to the 300th post. That would take 10, 15 minutes. So what, I do, what we do with highlights is we have categories and we curate interior painting posts. You can make interior, take your interior painting post when you make it, you post it to your story, you can turn it into a highlight, it lives there forever. So clients who want interior painting, they can click on one of my highlights and quickly see just what they want and not have to scroll my whole feed, right? Um, the profile grid, that's the, that left little thing, that is sacred to me, my profile grid, that's because again, I care so much about that new person, that new client, that potential client who comes to my feed. What are they gonna see? I have a minute to capture their attention if I'm lucky and to get them to click follow. And if I've not been incredibly intentional on how that looks, it's gonna be a lot harder. The, the, the barrier, the, like the, the hurdle to jump over to get someone to click follow today is so much higher than it is when I started four or five years ago. The only reason anybody follows anybody today for the most part is they're, they're, it's like the fear of missing out. They're afraid, like if I don't follow this company right now, I'm gonna miss out on something either educational or entertaining, right? So we better be very clear with what you see right here, like, uh-oh, I don't wanna miss out on this. And if it's like, if it's a crazy person, if it's kind of all over the place and they can't really know what this is, they're not gonna be so interested to, to follow and not wanna miss out. Right, Reels is that next little icon over there. That is the TikTok of Instagram. That is the fastest way, if you're trying to grow a following, um, we're not gonna talk a lot about growing a following today because that's not really what we care about. It's not that important. If you have 200 followers, I, I mean, a guy came to my class, two 50-year-old guys, they'd never used Instagram really. They did half a million in revenue last year from Instagram. They have under 2,000 followers. It's, it's not about that. You just need the clients. And if you have 200 followers and they're all your clients, it's a huge win. And so reels are cool. They're gonna If you're going to post a video, don't post it as a video, post it as a reel. But we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. That's fairly advanced and it, it doesn't really get as much what we're after, which is revenue. Uh, IGTV's the next one over. That's the same thing. It's, that's long form video. Uh, that takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. I wouldn't recommend... W- this whole talk and everything I believe now is how do we make this as easy as possible to do um, and actually get results you know we're not trying to nerd out into hashtags and all these de- we want a clear documentary of our company that would that it's living and breathing so that somebody who's looking to hire us laying in bed at midnight can do all their homework and understand what it is to hire me before they ever pick up the phone that's the power of Instagram so all these other things, they're not so important. We're mostly gonna focus on posts with, intent, very, with great intention. Um, and then tagged photos, that's that far right one. We'll t- tagged photos are powerful once you get a, a good feed, if there's people, designers, builders, whatever you want to see your posts. No one, if you tag somebody in your post, if anyone's ever been tagged in a post, 100% of the time you tag somebody in a post, they're gonna see that post. If we're lucky, 20% of our audience that follows us will ever see one of our posts, right? Instagram has an algorithm. You're not seeing every single one of my posts if you follow me, unless you go to my feed and go through it. But if I tag you in a post, like you're guaranteed to see it and then it will live on your page. If I go to my tagged photos right now, anyone who's ever tagged me in a photo, their post is in my list. So it's very powerful. Don't abuse it but it's a powerful tool. Um, so IG etiquette is very important. I see this, I see this gets messed up a lot. Uh, I had to learn the hard way on a lot of this stuff. Um, Gary Vee is a very smart guy. He inspired me to do a lot of this stuff. The whole point of what we're doing on social media is it's. I don't talk to very many marketers who I think do social media very well organically all the digital marketers they want to take your money and they want to boost ads and that's great but that's very that's not what we're here to talk about let's just say that we're here to talk about what my experience has been organic growth I make posts I build this little snowball and I start to push it down the hill and eventually it starts to build and build and build and it's cheap and easy it just takes time in the beginning so we want the whole point of what we're doing here is adding value to people. Giving, 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 giving. Think about it, when you go to Instagram, you are in this primitive state of just feed me, feed me. So we're never gonna ask questions, right? We're not gonna say, what's your favorite color front door? That's a, that's a take. I want you to give me something. Well, if you look at most of the people who are posting questions, and go look at the comments, there's probably almost, their mom might have responded, but that's about it, <laughs> right? Because I'm not on Instagram as a consumer to give you things, brand. I'm here to take, feed me, educate me, or entertain me. That's what we're gonna talk about all day. Every post needs to either educate or entertain. If you can do both, holy grail posts. But if it does neither, which I think, what I see most of the time is people who are like, they're posting to check the box of like, I posted today. It's like, what did it do? What's What's the point of this post? So we wanna be very intentional with that stuff. Um, mentions, tagging people, we're gonna get into that. Um, obviously, get permission. You know, it, Somebody talked about this earlier today. It's like, you don't wanna be taking photos of clients' houses and putting them up there without them knowing you're gonna be doing that. Um, it, this is a community, so we wanna be engaging with comments, right? You only need 200 followers, but if you just post and don't, if someone, I've, I've responded hopefully to every single comment that I've ever gotten on every post. If someone takes the time to give me, a comment is a give from them. That's me taking. Like they decided to give me something. I have to thank them. I have to acknowledge that because we are here to add value all the time, always. And my experience has been by doing all of that, by, by adding value consistently, eventually it comes back to you. But the second I try to take, or I try to look at it from that other perspective of, you know, you hear in marketing, like, you know, um, calls to action, right? That's, this is not that. This is not calls to action. Call us for a free estimate at the bottom of your caption. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and then all negativity, like the beauty of Instagram is we can just delete a negative comment instantly and move on. And, and that's not easy at first. You wanna get back into them when I've written paragraphs. You know, you get all angry. And then my wife's like, that you—that's not very professional, and, and you go back and delete it. Now I've, I've gotten much better. At just going to delete it. Moving on, right? So captions—captions captions are huge for for what we're talking about today. Instagram one-on-one, building your base. We captions are what we want here, right? So again, we're going to educate or entertain with our caption. Our our photos are 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 important. Like they're they're they have to be there, but we're not trying this whole thing. None of us are trying to organically bring people. If I'm on Instagram and I don't follow you, we are not trying to find those people and bring them to us right now. That's, that's advanced Instagram. And that's not really useful to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is is how you can build an Instagram account that if your client loves you and wants to tell their friend about you, they're not giving your business card anymore or your website address. They're taking one of your posts, Maybe a post that you're working on their house, and they send it to their friend at that dinner party, and they talk about it, and the the friend can see it, and the friend doesn't want to miss out now, right? The fear of missing out, I'm gonna forget about this, I'm having fun at a dinner party, I follow. And then then they completely forget. How many times people say, I gave your card to my friend, and then you never get the phone call, right? Because in the moment, that friend wanted to hire you, but they were busy, and life goes on. The beauty of Instagram is the second I get someone to follow me, it's on me to mess that up. I have their attention for life. So captions are where we're gonna clearly communicate our plan. What, what makes us special, and we're gonna, we're gonna develop voice, and we're gonna spend some time writing these, right? We're not gonna write, painted another room today. Like, another, another one in the books. What does that do for my ideal client? Like, how does that g- give any value to my client? It doesn't, but what it do, it check the box if I made a post today. I wanna do case studies. All of you in this room today do projects on a daily basis. You can turn all of your projects into case studies. Because as a, as a potential client, I, everyone wants to know, what is it like to hire this company before I hire them? We are in the game of, hey, sign a contract for $5,000, pay me a deposit before I ever give you anything. Like the car dealer has a car. You can be like, here, this is the car you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. We're trying to build trust early on. So, sorry, this thing. Um, it's, it's very important that we beat the drum of what we're doing. I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but we're trying to build the trust. So we, we want to be giving case studies. All of us can do it tomorrow. You can... Mrs. Jones called me and she wanted her interior painted. She has a cat. She's really worried about her cat. So we did these things to make sure the cat was safe while we painted her house, right? That's gonna be a really boring post. You could take a picture of a cat and some paint can next to it. You could just take a picture of the room and then give me that case study about what you did to take care of that cat. Now, if, if I'm a potential client and I am I have that question and and you're answering the cat question. But you can answer any of the questions that your clients ask you all the time, and you do it once, and it's there. It lives there forever. So I'm going to do a case study where I'm going to I'm going to write a couple paragraphs about what happened in this photo. That's very different than saying I painted a room today. Um, captions are today, all of you. That's where I would be spending my time and energy. When I go to write a caption, I start. I just start writing, and you just start typing stuff, right? You can do it in your notes section, and it's sort of a stream of consciousness. That's how I write. You get however you write, but by the time I get to like the last sentence, that usually ends up being my first sentence. It's like I finally distilled my thoughts down to an idea, and I'm like, oh, that's what I was actually trying to say. Let me put that back up at the top. And and but you're trying to communicate something that's deeper than a, one or two sentences. Um, Every post needs to tell a story. It, it's, what, do I, what am I seeing here? Like, what is this picture of? But most importantly, cl- why should my client care? Why do I care as I'm reading this, right? We, as contractors, we know too much. We, we it's all, we, so many Instagram, most of what I see from other paint contractors on Instagram is very inside baseball. It's, it's like, they're talking to other painters. We need to talk to a layperson. We need to talk to our client right? So it can feel, it's difficult to write almost simp- like more simply and, and distill down things that we just take for granted, right? We, we do a lot of posts of like, here's how we protected your, your space. Like we, we protect your space. To us, of course, I'm going to like protect the countertops. I'm going to lay down drop cloths. I'm going to do those things, of course. But a client doesn't know we're going to do all that stuff. So you, you, a, a Amazing post for all of us today is how we protect the house that we're working in. And again, that post is gonna get very little engagement. If you're chasing likes and follows, those posts are hard because 17 people are gonna like that post. But we don't care about that stuff. We care about that friend that got referred our post from their other friend. When they go look at our Instagram feed, that's gonna to speak to them. They, most, of, most of the clients that end up hiring me from Instagram through that way, they never like any of our stuff. They never comment on any of their, our stuff. They're secretly, in behind. they're behind the scenes spying on us. So we need to give them lots of information that tells them what it is to hire us um, so they can, they can do that without us having to say this over and over and over. Um, so you can see I have these blue, um, those are links, they're mentions. So if you are working with a designer or a builder specifically, they're gonna have an Instagram account you wanna mention, so you write the at symbol and then their brand, right? I see a lot of people who will say, I worked with Bannon Bannon Builders on this project, but they don't do the at Bannon Builders, and Bannon Builds, and so Bannon doesn't get any credit, and especially with designers. If you're working with a designer and you don't give them, I give every single job I do, if every post has to do with that job at the bottom, designer, at Isabel Interiors. Isabel Brewster Interiors, at something. It, designers won't tag us in a lot of stuff, but we better tag them and mention them in everything, right, because we don't want to offend anybody. And, and then the, mo- the, the more vulnerable and honest you can be, that like vanilla post of like, painted a room today, super safe, right? That's why we do it. It's not very hard for us to write, painted a room, looks beautiful. What's hard for us to do is get a little vulnerable, talk about what's happening here, Um, in a lot more detail. Sorry. All right, so let's get to the important stuff. The top Instagram mistakes. Um, So I'm gonna go through all of these. Um, The number one thing all of us need to have before we start doing Instagram, all of you guys, I, I implore you, go home, spend a few hours, take a piece of paper out, and make a plan. If, Hopefully you all do that. If you don't do that, every time you go to post, you're using a lot of creativity, a lot of mental energy, and it's, it's less likely that you're gonna be beating a drum of, of continuity, right? That thing we talked about, people wanna, we're trying to build trust, and we want people to know who we are. And, and if we're just sort of like posting like on a whim, we, most people, you go scroll somebody's feed, it's like kind of all over the place. We wanna start with like here's a framework of what we're doing and, and from there we can start to execute. So have a plan. Um, edit your photos. I, this is a, a, my fir- one of my first posts ever. Um, look at that photo. <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing to me today. The left side of the house is just missing. The right side of the house is missing. It's, it's tilted. I could have stepped two steps back, actually caught the whole house in frame. Uh, I, I definitely didn't edit that photo. All of you, To, to edit a photo today, I take all my f- pictures on my camera here. You can go into your, all of our cameras and you can edit photos, right? I'm not an expert, but I can make a photo look fairly good. And it's just like going to the eye doctor. You go into like exposure and you slide left or right. Does, does this look better? Does this look better? And you just go, one to the other to the other, there's exposure, shadows. Shadows is the number one thing. If you're doing interior painting, go to your photo, take the shadows out, magically it like comes alive. I see a lot of contractors will post pictures of interior repaints that are done, and I'm sure they're beautiful in real life, but it's so sketchy and scary and dark that it's not conveying how beautiful this room is. And it takes under 30 seconds to edit a photo on a phone today. Now. My professional photography friends would, they, they think what I'm doing isn't, you know they, they talk a lot of crap about my editing style. But we just want it bright and impactful. It's its not rocket science. Uh, but edit your photos. Um, I didn't, I, you have no idea. I, I can't tell you how many contractors, I go to their page and I cannot figure out where they even work. Like, if I have to do any effort on Instagram, I'm gone, right? You gotta tell me where you work and then, you gotta beat that drum. And maybe I did this job in a town I don't wanna work in. I don't have to tag that town. I can tag a different town. I've gotten, we got a big job one time from a client because we tagged Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts, in our, in our tag, and the guy, had, it was a, a doctor, and he had just started an Instagram account for his kids. And he was like, what is this Instagram thing? So he started one, and he went to his town. He just searched Chestnut Hill and he clicked on it, and then if you, you'll see all the posts from Chestnut Hill, and there was one of our posts, and he was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he went to it, and then we had a good feed that added value, that ed- educated and entertained him, and he followed. And then I met this guy on the street, and he comes running up to me, oh my God, I follow you. He's like, and he could tell me the entire process of a high gloss door, from start to finish. <laughs> a, a, a doctor. like. Yeah. The power of social media is unbelievable if you just do it with some intention. So, put a location. Um, look at my calf. My caption, is uh, what? Cedar shake roof, cleaned and stained. Like, yeah, that was easy, but it's incredibly vanilla. It doesn't add any value to anybody. It doesn't tell them about, you know, today I would say this roof was old and weathered, so, we came in with this process. We did this process to get to this result. We, we cleaned and stripped and brightened. We then applied a penetrating oil stain that gave natural oils back to the wood and, you know, and, and on and on and on to say, like, here's what's really happening here. It, a, all of us in this room, are, we're experts at what we do. So we need to demonstrate expertise. That's one of our competitive advantages. So we need to be teaching people about what we do, right? So don't have vanilla captions. Here's another poorly edited photo. This, is, this was probably the next post I ever made. Um, but way worse than that, I led with a before photo, right? People are scrolling Instagram. This is, and the worst part is on my profile grid, we talked about our profile grid being sacred, what somebody sees in the first 30, 45 seconds of seeing us. This is what lives on my profile grid not the photo right after of this looking like a piece of furniture, high gloss, gorgeous, stained wood. The next photo here is amazing. But I led with the before photo, and I didn't edit it. We want to we lead with always afters, and unless it's extreme cases and you're really trying to capture attention. But I would, I would say you really don't, because then your profile has this ugly photo next to a bunch of beautiful photos. Um, this, this was a, a pretty interesting one. This was one of my more embarrassing posts. One day I was like, I'm just gonna post an inspirational quote. <laughs> like why? Because like I, I, I didn't have a plan. I was just like doing stuff. So one day I like, I, I just read this quote or something and I was feeling excited. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna put this out there. It has a At least it had a location, right? <laughs> I, was, I was evolving. This was probably 20 posts after, or 100 posts after the last one. It does have a location. Um, But when I have a plan of, so today, what are my competitive advantages? My plan starts with competitive advantages. Here's what makes my company special. And then from there, here's how I can demonstrate those things. And then that's what I post about all the time. Well, this doesn't fit into any of my competitive advantages, I'll tell you that. This doesn't fit into anything. This is just something I was happy about one day and did it. And, and these are the things that don't make sense. People go, why is, this, why is this painter all of a sudden doing this? Now, if that's my thing, if we're an inspirational painting company, and we're here to inspire you, and I'm going to do these all the time, and it's part of my ethos of my company, all right, great. Right? Same with dogs. If, you're na- if, you're, if your paint company is called Black Dog Painting and you love your little black lab, all right, and he's a big part of your company, all right, post about him. But one day when you're happy and you love your dog and you just take a photo of it and put it on Instagram under your business account, that's a, that's a take. Oh, sorry. That's a take, right? That's not a give. So have a plan and don't post random stuff. So this is an example of my bio. I've, I've rewritten it many, many times. I think it's been rewritten actually since i it might be rewritten since I did this. Can we do, can, do you mind if we do Q&A at the end? Sorry, thank you. Um, I've rewritten this so many times, but if you if you notice, like one of the things is the longest sentence is first, and the shortest sentence is last. I like that; it makes me happy, right? What I don't like is like when you see bullet-pointed sentences and they're like different lengths. Like we do beautiful; we're we're artists. We do beautiful painting. Aesthetics is a big part of what we do. So I also I took. All, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of my, This so this is to the letter. Like I've written this, I think I have one extra letter I could write in this bio before I'm out of letters. I've taken every every piece of real estate so valuable. But I, I, took, I took six of those and I made them those paint palettes because they add a little bit of color, they add a little bit of fun, and they stand out from everybody else's thing, right? But this is tel- talking to my ideal client about what I used to write was like very me-based stuff, right? We use Festool's. My client doesn't know anything about Festool, so why would I talk about using Festool's? Um, I want I want to know what my client cares about, and I want to talk about that to them. Um, so, how this spend time on this, write it, rewrite it, and then ask your ideal clients what do they think about it. Because this is when you, when we do our Instagram right, and this is and our, and our feed is really good. Now we want to now we want to start driving traffic to it. We don't want to start driving traffic to something that we're not really proud of. That's not a clear documentation of who we are. So taking the time to write this bio over and over and over again until you get it where it's like this is the essence of my company here, not interior painting, exterior painting, power washing, commercial, residential, free estimates. You know any bios I see that say that? What does that do to your, what is that, how does that help anybody? How does that add value to anybody? Rather than say those very generic things, tell me about why, like what are the top three reasons your clients hire you? Put those things there, the things that answer their, their needs, you know? So these are, these are the highlights thing. We talked about that. I would encourage you, so the best, the beauty of most of what you guys are gonna do today is you don't, probably don't have a lot of followers. There's not a lot of people watching. You get to experiment. When I first started, no one was watching. I got to do all sorts of stupid stuff. So no one, like if this is all a muscle. You're not gonna start tomorrow and just be amazing. But if you make a plan and you start doing it little by little by little, it gets easier and easier and it starts to get better. But highlights are, are important to start getting the muscle of early. Otherwise, you have to go back and do a bunch of work, take your old posts and put them in. But I have this. This is So the way you make a highlight is you, make, you take a post and you turn it into a story. Stories live for 24 hours. When you have a story up, at the bottom, it will say, make a highlight. There's a little button. You can make a highlight. So if you go to my highlight, it's this post that I have. And then... I have, I have. You build a brand. You, hopefully, we have a brand image. Like, if you see one of these, I doesn't have to say ZK painting, and you know it's us. All of my highlights are navy background, with a hashtag, with that hashtag that says something about what's in the post. That's just the, my thing. Whatever your thing is, you you don't want stuff to be all over the place. You want to sort of have a little bit of a, of a, some continuity there. But this is a. This was probably. Um, Site protection. I, I have one of those that you don't see here, but I have a list of these. So we have interior paint, high gloss, liquid metal. There's a site protection one. And every time I make a post that has to do with site protection, I'm going to make sure I've, I've now put that in that category of site protection posts. So my client who's concerned about that doesn't have to go scroll through a bunch of stuff about exterior painting to get to the things that they care about. We want to make this as easy as possible for people. formatting that's that's another so um, we've, we've covered most of these one of the big ones is is how are the formatting so it used to be so confusing to me like the the ratios of photographs 9 by 16 four by three one to one square like all that stuff but it is important to understand this like the type of photo that you're going to be taking and where you're gonna put it right so today Instagram allows us to put um, I believe it's four by five, right? It's, it's long and skinny and takes up the most amount of space on the screen. So to the right, that's one of my posts. To the right, and now when I, when I hire photographers now to shoot my stuff, I have to work with them to say, this is gonna go on Instagram. I need this shot vertical. Like all, Facebook, I think people do more horizontal stuff, but everything I ever shoot is gonna be vertical it's gonna be viewed on a phone, right? So taking photos horizontally is not what you wanna do because you're gonna have this short photo when you could have this much on the screen, you're only gonna have this much. So we're, and we're trying to capture attention. So this was a, a, a post by a, a big real estate agency in our, in our area. But look at the difference in how much square footage they get just because of the format of the photo. Here's a, here's a reel. So on the left, a reels are full screen, top to bottom. It's a video that owns the whole screen. On the right here is a, a post that was sponsored, has 470,000 views. They probably spent many thousands of dollars sponsoring that post. Look at how small it is. That's simply a formatting issue. If they, they shot that in the wrong format, and when you go to your phone, you can pick like what the format is that you're going to take a photo in. Right? We have square, we have regular, and then you can go within that. It's important to understand just getting the format right so you can get the maximum square footage when you post. All right. My number one tip is multiple. I messed that one up. So again, like the most important thing of what we're doing here, if you do anything else, it's not about having amazing photography. It's not about having hashtags. We haven't talked about hashtags today. We're not going to. They don't matter because we're not trying to get organic traffic to come find us today. That's Instagram like 404. That's that's way, way more advanced. And again, we want this to be simple and easy for you to go and do tomorrow and not overwhelm you. So we want to go home. We want to make Good, good, solid posts that beat the drum of our company and what makes us special. And we want to do that with the least amount of effort possible. So make that plan. Spend the time, make the plan, write the captions. Make sure, go look at all your posts. Does it educate or entertain? If it doesn't do one of those two things, probably take it down. It's not serving anything, it's just a post. To that point, you don't need to post all the time because again, we're not trying to if, you want to, if you want to talk about how to gain a bunch of followers, yes, you post all the time, you use hashtags, you make videos, there's a whole formula to it. But we care about when our client wants to tell their friend about us, they get a clear documentation of who we are. So you could do that slow and steady with intention with one post a week. This is not this crazy, all the stuff you hear about social media, it's its oftentimes it's not, foc- it's very re- rarely is it focused on revenue generating. It's, it's focused on getting more likes, views, and follows. But that doesn't make us any money unless you're a big influencer getting paid by brands and that's a whole nother game. Constant improvement. We're all, we all are gonna suck when we start. We're all weak when we start at the gym. But we keep going. We feel a little bit of pain and then we get a stronger muscle. Then we do it again and again, and again. So have faith. I'll tell you, like, I've seen people, those, those two 50-year-old guys, that, he was so proud. He's like, I, I, got an Inst- I got an iPhone to make Instagram. So I'm like, you can do the exact same thing on an Android. It's not, like, these guys didn't know much, but they're really good at painting. And with a little bit of faith, and a little bit of, like, simplicity, and some intention, and a plan, they beat the drum of their company, and then they started sending messages to designers. Hey, I see your work, it's really good. I think we could add a lot of value to that, would love to talk. No one has ever got, I mean, most people, until you get massive followings and sometimes, but most people, every single time you get a message, you're gonna view it, right? We've seen every message anyone's ever sent us on Instagram, and if we didn't know that person, we went and looked them up right away. So. You send a message to a designer that says that they're gonna go. Who is ZK Painting? Click. Oh well, ZK Painting spent a lot of time and was very intentional with who they were. They got to figure out who we were very quickly. Now they trust us and they'll give us a shot to have a a talk. Right? They might let us take them to coffee. If I make a phone call to that same designer and I say all the things my Instagram says, they're like, "Leave me alone." You're cold calling me as a painter, like. We don't need that. But when we have a clear plan and a clear uh, messaging, they're gonna take us more seriously. I've sent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DMs to designers and builders. It's a numbers game. Get get a good feed first, and then we're gonna start to be proactive. And maybe 10% respond, and then three months later, I'll, un, you can unsend messages in Instagram. You can unsend the message and resend the message again. I've done that for over a year and a half with a designer before they finally took me seriously. You know, and it's not asking. It's going, I, could, I think I could add some value to you. But DMs is, A, it's a direct route to the owner of most of these types of companies, right? But it comes with this whole resume. My whole bo- like resume is coming with me because they're gonna go, who's ZK painting? Oh, let me see. Right? Um, I'm flying because I want to get to the q and A. I'm also a little nervous. Um, so if you guys could take a second. This is a thing you've probably ask a million times. It's supposedly good for me and makes them let me come back next time. There's a survey. Everybody know how to do it. You go into your app, do the whole thing. I don't take it personally if you don't fill it out, but I'm supposed to say it. Um, Oh, I gotta stop doing that, sorry. But I, I would really like to get better at clearly communicating this. Instagram changed my life, like honestly it did. Like I was, I'm a, was a very passionate craftsperson who wanted to do really good work and couldn't find anybody to pay me to do that type of work. But it was through Instagram and putting out what I was doing on a daily basis that I was able to start to build AI, was able to clarify what I did in my own brain, but then I was able to find people who were into that. And today, because of all the work I put into Instagram, my life has completely changed. we, last year we did 1.2 million in revenue that came from a lead somehow through Instagram, whether it was a client that referred us, whether it was a GC that we did work for, that we tagged and then another designer was following that GC and they post and said, oh, you paint for that GC, I'm gonna call you now. It's a very powerful network effect. The work you do today when you make a post about how you protected a surface could pay off for you two, three years down the road. Um, and so I'm really passionate about this. I won't shut up about it. That's why my voice is gone. I've been talking about it all weekend. Because I was, my wife started my Instagram account. I wanted nothing to do with Instagram. I don't like social media, like personally. But if it wasn't for her, like forcing me to do that and get outside my comfort zone, I, I would never be where I am today with the company that I have today. So, you know, I, I hope that this maybe made it makes it a little easier for you. And I used to try to convince people why Instagram was good. Now I'm just trying to. Hopefully, we're past that. Hopefully, like this helped you guys have a basic understanding. Um. You can contact me, follow me on Instagram, ZK Painting, ZK Finishing School. We teach a two day, very intensive course where we build the blueprint with you and then we we go over how to execute that. We make posts together and we start people down the path. Um, that can be done through Zoom or um, in person in Boston at our shop. We keep it small class sizes. It's really fun. Uh, it's very conceptually driven. So if you're interested, zkfs.net. Um, now I would like to open up to Q&A. So let's start with the guy who ha- I interrupted and Sorry about that. no problem. Uh, the question was, context you want to post and that like to the or- Good great question. That's the question. So yeah, so I'll, I'll sum it up. And maybe we'll um we'll use the microphone. Um, well maybe not. Just yell next time. Um so he was, he was saying, can you, and the answer is yes. So stories are, I didn't get into the, the details of all the different, because it's, there's posts that we make that live forever, and then there's stories that we make that live for 24 hours. Stories is where we can have some fun. It's definitely where we're gonna be less formal. So if it, some of you might follow me on Instagram if you don't. Most of the time, like every day I go to a job site, I turn the camera around and I say, good morning, IG. We're on a job site in south, the south end. Today we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, and I show them around. And it's Blair Witch-esque videography, <laughs> but it's real. And if I stumble over a word, it's, it, whatever. I used to, now I, when you first start this, I, I have 30 of the same exact thing, me trying to say it over and over and over again, deleting and not posting, because I stumbled over a word, I was so nervous. And you do it over and over and over again. If that's what you have to do, Fine, and we didn't even talk about that stuff because again, that's sort of like the next level. What I really want to see everybody in this room have is a is a clear profile grid, a bio and a profile grid that is a clear documentary of your company and what makes you special. If we all can have that, I will guarantee you it will turn into revenue. All the other stuff is sexy and fun and people talk about it, but it's, it's, it's very much um, it's not nearly as efficient at bringing in revenue. And it's gonna, you're going to spend all this time and you're not going to get instant feedback and you're not going to want to keep doing it. But if you can spend a little bit of time and, and, and make it and you get that first job where the client's like, my friend sent me one of your Instagram posts and I saw it or I've been doing some homework on you and I saw your Instagram. And they want you and then they don't price you out because they want you. It's going to help you want to do the next one. And the next one. And then you can grow. Sorry, white, white t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, I said. Um, so no. Or can you just as like, story as well? Every single time I post, it goes up as a story right after. Right? And and so to get to that stories, stories are for people who already follow us and and they're they're the behind the scenes. What I, don't, what I don't do, what I wouldn't recommend doing, what I see a lot is videos on the feed that, are, that should be stories. Talking to the camera, my face is nowhere to be found on any of my feed. It's the work and here's what our company. But stories are fun and informal, but we can take posts if, if we um, go to a post. That's not going to be it. Um, so there's a little arrow. There's the heart. There's the heart button. Then there's the comment button. There's a little arrow there. If I if I go to that post and I hit that arrow, I can add it to my story, and it'll take that post and put it in my story. And from there, that's where I can make that highlight. At the bottom of that, it will say highlight. That's how I make my highlights. But I can every single time I make a, a, a post, I'm going to put as a story. But then on top of that, my stories are going to be and that's, to answer your question, that's where if I'm really in the mood and I really love my dog doing something she's doing today and I wanna take a picture of my dog and post it. Now remember, that is a pure take. Not, that is not the give that we're here to do. I'm fully aware when I make this post about my dog, I am purely taking. Okay, maybe I still want to. Maybe I've been given so much, I, I deserve one little take I want to smile because I like my dog in that photo today. Okay. But I'm fully aware that what I'm doing when I post that dog or, or anything that's not adding value to my client that I am taking and that the, all my success has come from giving. But yes, stories is where if you really... Now, like, do not post anything divisive whatsoever, right? Like That's just basic. I, I hope I don't have to say that. But the, all the personal stuff that might be at all divisive, stays away from our business accounts, right? And if we have that stuff on our personal stuff, we do not let that connect to our business. Because I don't care what you're into, if you, we're not trying to divide our, who we work for. So uh, I, I know we're trying to do uh, revenue, but do you recommend like, having your employees follow the and tagging their employees like Yeah, that's a great question. you are talking about employees. So we have a lot of our employees, we encourage our employees to create Instagram accounts. Because at the end of the day, what we're doing here is we're all assuming that our companies are the real deal. We've built, we've built companies that we hope our grandma would hire, like we're good at what we do. So if that's the case, and you have great humans, people, I want my guys to create content about their experience. right? So my client can go, oh, here's Drew from ZK Painting and his experience and his passion as a painter. The best One of the best things about Instagram for me has been it's made me way better as a company, right? When you start putting cameras on stuff, you better not be putting soda cans on people's counters, right, because if in the background of that photo there's a soda can on the counter, that's not that's not the look we're going for. Yeah, It, it makes you have to get better by putting a camera on you. So it, it might make you want to have better employees or teach them and, and encourage them right but yeah i think if you're proud of your team empower them put them on there Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's scalable in that, th- it's the snowball effect of once I get that client to follow me, it's on me to mess that up, right? So I'm not gonna post things that are gonna lose them. Now, I don't have to post things that speak to them every time, right? I, th- I think somebody, some smart person said, it's like if one in eight of your posts speaks to, some- speaks to me and nothing offends me, I'll keep following, right? So if I can get Ms. Jones, to follow me while I'm doing her project, she's never gonna forget about me. Where if I don't, three years later, she's, she's like, I loved my painter, but I can't remember the name of him. So I think that there's a lot of power in, in slow, steady growth that, to me, that's it's not scalable, like you could just throw some money at it and like let it blow up, but it's, it's definitely consistent, steady growth over time, and the network effect keeps getting faster and faster. So my snowball's rolling, down the hill, so big and so fast, my Instagram, my time, I can't, my Instagram is way less high quality and way less content than it used to be when I had all that time and no work. And now it's working so well, I'm trying to figure out how to give it enough time to grow it. Follow up? That's a great question. So I would, unless you have four to 5,000 a month to spend on, ad, on, on Instagram, I would encourage none of you to hire an outside agency to run your Instagram or any organic social media content, right? It's one thing to hire a company who understands Google ads, understands Facebook ads, and to take your money and to spend it for you. That's one thing. I was a partner in a social media marketing company. We built social media pages for brands. I had college interns and kids right out of college, and it's like, all right, we have uh, whatever, a soda company, you don't know anything about them. How am I gonna get this person to take the essence of my company, distill it down, and beat the drum of it day in and day out? It's gonna be really hard. Nobody can beat the drum of our companies better than us. We, we know it, we, we embody who we are. People hire us because of that. So that's why I teach this class, that's why I'm talking about this. I, want, I believe all of you can go do this. And whether it's, if maybe it's not you, but maybe it's your, your top sales guy. Because your sales guy is gonna be the face who they see. But it's somebody, it has to, I believe deeply, it should be somebody internally in the company that knows what you stand for and can clearly communicate that. I wish I was that kind of guy. <laughs> I, I'm not a structured human being that's just not how I don't have blocks of skin. I, I mean I used to have all the time in the world so I was spending a lot of time doing a lot of R&D and research. I don't think you need to spend more than an hour a week with what we're talking about doing with you guys all go out there you spend three hours making your plan figuring out what you are you should all have a marketing plan or at least in your head write it down what makes your company good how are the, what are the types of posts? So case studies, are every single person in the room are gonna be making case studies. Every time you do a job, tell me what the client's needs were, how you solved it, what the outcome was. Boom, 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 there's a post a week if you do a job a week, right? And that doesn't take too much time because you, the information's already there. And then you can think about the other types of posts you're gonna have. But start slow, like make this something, like it's like going to the gym. Don't, don't go to the gym when you're out of shape and do the hardest workout of your life, kick your ass, have all that pain, good luck wanting to go back the next time, right? They say creating a habit needs to be fun or at least easy. So I would say like keep the bar super low, spend the minimal amount of time, but, but constant improvement. Just try to get a little bit better. Just clean up what you have, because you already have some followers. Yeah, there's no, you can always, I go back and delete old stuff that I don't think speaks to my, my brand or my company anymore. Yeah, I would go through and curate, mostly what I would do is go through and take out the really bad stuff that really doesn't speak to what you're doing. I wouldn't spend a ton of time going backwards, because still, right now, today, none of you have what we want you to have. So you have this small following, it's like, whatever, that stuff's there. We talked about no one's going to go back 90 posts. When you're 90 posts deep, no one goes back 90. So you could just don't put those into your highlights. I wouldn't spend too much time trying to curate your old stuff. I would get rid of the stuff that's like really not speaking to what you do. But then I would mostly focus on the moving forward, putting out what you're really passionate about, what really tells the story of your company. If you're new in business, you don't have consistent projects, what do you recommend posting once a week? I don't, you could post every other week. <laughs> What I wanna see is eventually you have 20 or 30 posts. Cause no one, we've all been on Instagram. If you have 13 posts, I don't care. The 13 greatest posts in the history of the planet. I'm like, who, what is this? This isn't a real thing. Like what you have 13 posts, how could you be real? Right, there's like a, the trust isn't there. When you have 30, 40 posts, 30 posts, whatever. When I can like scroll for a second and there's like more posts and they all say the same thing. I don't, we, we talk about constant improvement, low bar. So little by little by little. But you can, you can show me in the shop some testing that you were doing. Because my ideal client wants to know that I'm passionate about what I do. Hey, in our off time, we do R&D. That's a, that's a post that adds value to our potential client. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, because it's easy. They can just go click, 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 and they can go through them all. Yeah. But people do a massive amount of research. My clients know my hit past projects way better than I do. They, it's astonishing to me how much people like if if they're about to hire you, they will go deep. So write these captions, go in depth. They will read them. People say, oh, Instagram's about pictures. If your client is doing homework on you and you make it easy for them to do homework on you, which is making these posts well, they will read everything you put out until they decide they want to hire you. So what if you have, like, you already have content, but you've never put it in the reels. So you got the post, but you want to move that to the reels so you can put it in the highlights. So so a post goes to stories, not reels. But, you can go so you you can scroll back to any old post, find that little arrow, put it up. So sometimes I'll do that. Like I still have a few highlights that are real old, where like from like two hundred weeks ago, where I wasn't doing it the way I do it today. And when I have time, which I don't much anymore, but occasionally you're like, oh, I got to go back and like make my interior painting reel over again. So you so I'll go. I'll like I got an hour. I got to like because if anyone scrolled Instagram like to get six hundred posts deep, just the loading process alone will take you 15 minutes. But you can go back and go, I'm gonna go through all my posts and take all the interior painting posts, I'm gonna put them up on my story. And all of a sudden, I'm I'm following you one day, I'm like, this guy just put up every single interior painting post that he's ever had on his stories. I know what he's doing here. He's making his highlight, right? And it's worth it. Okay. So, on your reels, you take a cover, but what is your goal for that cover? That's a very good point. So, we were gonna talk about video. But when, when you do make a Reel, which is a video, um, and, and when you make any video you post on Instagram, you can choose what the uh, cover photo is, right? So when I go to my profile grid, I think I have a picture of it somewhere. Yeah, so when I go to my profile grid, there's the cover photos, right? So that, that middle, I believe that middle one is a video. Uh, no. Okay, the 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 middle one at the bottom. That's a that's a professional photography shot. That's my cover photo. That video is a process video. It's all the behind the scenes process of it. But then I I uploaded a cover photo to that video. It can come from within the video. That's the easiest way to do it. You can just but I can't tell you how many times I've posted a a reel or and forgot to put the cover photo, not be the first frame of the video. And you see, there's plenty of people I've seen who, if you use iMovie to edit your photos, your videos, the first uh, like screen, is, it starts black. So you'll see just black squares, like 10 black squares. They're all videos that are really probably great content in that video, but when I go to that thing, I just see a bunch of black squares. I don't know what I'm looking at. If they would have just gone into their cover photo and slid over like one frame, there would have been at least the first frame of the video would have been there. Or they could have slid to the most important part of that video, stopped there, and that's the cover photo. Good question. So, yeah, I mean, I, today, I, I mean, I'm a content creator and not as much of a consumer. I, I honestly don't consume much because things are so busy. I used to. So there's a thing called the $1.80 challenge um, that Gary V. anyone ever heard of it? Gary V. came up with it. Giving your two cents to 90 people. It's $1.80. So they're engaging with community. So that's what I'm here to talk about is how do we get a great feed? That's all of us. That has to be step one. From that, we can now go out into the world and engage. And they go, "Who's this person commenting on?" If you, so then you can go out and write a comment on somebody's thing. And they go, "Who's ZK Painting?" Oh, this is something because this is good. Now you might get that follow, right? Same thing with following. If you, if there's a, if there's a brand I like, or one thing you could do is you can go to like your town, and you can go to that town, ta- your town. And you can all the photos from that town that have been geotagged are there in a list. You can go to the top nine, and and if it's, a, it's a, you want to grow a following, if you're bored, you have a daughter, you're, your son, you want to like keep busy. Hey, go in. If once you get your feed good, go into the local photos and follow and like the first nine pictures of somebody with a lot of followers, or just somebody that's in your town. Because I don't know if you've ever seen that, but when somebody follows you and then likes like six of your photos, you're like your like page is like, ZK Painting followed me. ZK Painting like this photo, like this photo, like this photo. You get ZK Painting written in front of their face like nine times. They're guaranteed to go, who is ZK Painting? right? But that's why what we care about is having a great feed that says who we are. Then we can get into how to bring people to us later. I think marketing first, for me, that's how I did it. Because you could get away with a lot of things, bad in sales, when the client wants to hire you more than anybody else, right? You know, I, I was just, like, did everything wrong, but they were like, we want you, we know, first of all, we know who you are, and you're exactly what we want. Like, we did our homework on cars, and we want a Toyota. So they go to the Toyota, and the sales guy, could he, if he's better, could he maybe sell the car for more money, or sell more, yeah, but, there's still a good chance they're gonna buy a Toyota because I did all my homework and I really want that. Yeah. I also say that as a guy who thought marketing was for bad products. As a passionate craftsperson, I thought the only people who have good marketing are bad products who need marketing to sell. Now I've seen what having a good product and good marketing can do. It's unbelievable. Um, Very little for today, for most people. It, it does. I, I would use stories to do that. So I've had a story up 24 7 for probably two years straight now. If it's a Sunday and I don't have like I'll just find a painter's post that I like and I'll send it, I'll put it up and be like badass kitchen hashtag or something, maybe not that, but like. Uh, keeping things in your story. Because more powerful is, you know, today I have, it's insane watching because of my consistency. I can watch, occasionally I'll go back and see how many people view my story and it's like it's like 1,500 to 2,500 people a day view my story. Because, it's, and, and all my stories at the top of my thing are all the stories I view every single time, right? So consistent story posting, I would say is more valuable Lives are dangerous because most people suck at lives. Right? Live is not something that's easy to do. Most people start, I see how many people we see, record a live, they wait till enough people get on. Just staring at a screen. And then they post that live. And you go and you're like watching this guy stare at a screen for like two minutes. Lives are dangerous. They're, they're just way advanced. Like let's ke- I want to just keep this super simple. That's the thing about this is like people are about to just keep it simple, distill your company down into its essence. And then from there we can do a lot of things. in the back. So every time I, you post on Instagram, you can link your Facebook. So every post, pretty much every post I've made on Instagram gets sent to my Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I wanna make a comment before my question. Great ultimate choice you're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks buddy. <laughs> Not killing it that way though. Yeah, and that that was that. We'll get back to here. Hey. <laughs> March 30th and 31st. I think there's still a couple spots open. Um, it's a it's a very intensive class. If you go to our Instagram, ZK Finishing School's Instagram, we post the like the photos of the the group that came to the class and we link their Instagrams. My best marketing is Send those guys messages. Hey, I saw you went to the social media class. What was your experience like? No, it's like what we were talking about last night. So I think I yes, that's a great question. So I, I've been talking about all of this from my perspective as a residential painter trying to get revenue. We we were talking last night. He runs they're a big commercial company. They they're all they don't need new leads, but they need painters. So your goal is now instead of revenue, it's painters. So you're gonna be talking to painters, beating the drum of why would you want to come work for us? And and it's all of the concepts are still the same. All right. You guys have both asked questions, so I was gonna say he has it but you both go ahead, white shirt. Okay. Are too many photos in one photo would you suggest spacing yeah. or like, I I would say I would say yeah, like space them out if you need more content. But if they all serve the same, like if they serve the same purpose, great. Like I'll take so a project that we're working on. I will do a photo of the site protection. That's a post. Then maybe a photo of the process, and that's a post. And then a finished one. And in that finished one, I might have the process as well. But if I if I just do all of those into one post. Yeah, I think you've sort of missed out on some content, and and it's you can. But there's a lot of power. I, if you look at my feed, I probably have never posted a single photo. There's always at least two photos. They call it the carousel. You can scroll through, because you guys have probably all noticed if you've been on Instagram, where you you're you're scrolling and you see a photo from a project, let's say from a painter's project. And then you're scrolling a little, like you scroll more and you see another photo from that, the the second photo in that carousel gets fed up again. So you can get a little bit more engagement by having the carousel because more photos from that same post will get fed up. Yeah, that's unfortunately reels, like Instagram and Facebook, they're changing stuff all the time, first of all, like constantly. But yes, reels don't go there. But again, like unless you are killing it on the, the front, like reels, shooting video takes a lot of time and a lot of energy and to do it well. And if it's not done well, I think it can be more detri- detrimental than helpful. So I would just be, I would focus. I think that's what all this is about is focusing on what's most important so that we do it all the time and we get real results. So when we start to dilute all the things that we're doing, the fun stuff, that's like, it takes away from what we're really trying to do, which is beat the drum of our company. We want our ideal client to get to our page and go, I know what this is and I want this. Well, thank you guys for coming.